What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back, goddamn it, to another edition of Tell Me a Joke with the Guideline and Chasing the Dream. I'm your host of Maniacal Menace, Kyle Smith. Say the whole thing like a pimp named Slickback. And today, goddamn it, in the beautiful area that we are, it is it is secluded out here, but they are pl- they are black people. They are black people. You don't seem as if you should see black people, but man, put your hands together for St. Atlas. Hey, hey. Hey, there you go. All right. What's up, what's up? Yeah, we are here. We made it. Hell yeah. Uh, how you been? I've been all right. I've yeah? been big chilling, focusing on my dreams. How you been? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. It uh, it is. It has been a journey. It, it has been a journey, but, you know, uh, four years and counting. So, you know, uh, I guess it's four. I don't. I started. Well, we're close to it. We're close to it. Uh, once 2024 gets here, then, then that's when uh, everything will kind of transition over. And it's like, oh, okay, four years in? Yeah, all right. You've been doing it. So, you know, it is I've been happy. I've been happy. So, uh how is how's life? Life is a journey. Yeah. Life is, I'm grateful for life. It's my biggest teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life is woo, but you know that she got hands. Yeah, she do. She <laughs> do. If you don't know how to bob and weave, she'll knock your ass out. Come on. Yeah, I ain't. I ain't prepared for the knockouts. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to put no L on the on the resume on the resume. But Not you know, sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta admit that. Hey, all right, you got me this time. So you I got me say, this time. Pick your battles. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> pick your definitely. battles. So, uh, like, what what is uh, what is your inspiration to to write? Um, my biggest inspiration actually is life herself. Yeah. You know, I figure that we all go through things with her. And a lot of times we feel that we're alone, but we're not. Like, mm. we're all one. We're all connected. We're all the same people. Um, we tend to just forget about that. So my objective is to help people release themselves from their mental cage. Because oh. a lot of times that's where we get stuck at is, yeah. is behind our own mind. Yeah. And we're so worried about the outside world, but we got to focus internally first. So oh. I want to teach people how to open up to themselves before they try to keep opening up to everybody else. I Oh, no. come on. That's exactly what this is. That's kind of how this goes. This is this is exactly what this is. Because tell me a joke, the guideline of chasing a dream. And so it's just like there's no real, real guideline. But, you know, there's people out there that can at least guide you on onto a, a, a correct path on, you know, making yes. this more easier for you. Because, man, just, just the, the life of an artist or an entertainer, it is it is difficult. Mm. It is difficult. It is. It, it is at time consuming it is taxing uh just mentally it'll break you down and especially if you're not prepared for it oh man and you know what it's like people don't artists don't understand how much of an impact they actually have like yeah. artists we we do what we do and it's like almost so effortless to us and it's almost like such a release for us that we don't understand that not everybody could do what we could do yeah it's a gift we were gifted this power so it's our it's our will to use it right you know right well so what um how long have you been writing oh man i've been writing for all my life honestly i was like that kid in the back yeah. in the classroom yeah i was an introvert i didn't have too many friends i mess with too many people but i always had either a sketchbook or a journal and i'd be writing or i'd be drawing and it's just because you know I needed that release. I had yeah. a little bit of a temper, so yeah. okay. <laughs> so I found a healthier outlet um, yeah. to help me release everything that I have pent up. Yeah. So uh, okay, the the writing aspect. But how long you been getting on stage? Uh, I 
have I got on I've been on stage for probably about five years. Oh, I was okay. doing that um, pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And then when COVID hit, a lot of my spots that I used to go to got shut down. Yeah. Um, so I ended up taking some time off. And then um, I got back into Avent this year. So I've only been there for about four months. Okay. Um, just getting back into the swing of things and yeah. meeting amazing people. All the artists yeah. there are, yeah. come on. Like, is, amazing. I've, I've been talking to a few people online and I'm like, man, they've, they've been hitting up certain places and they're like, man, it doesn't, I don't, I didn't feel good doing it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, my garden is a bit different when it came, when it comes to like a community of people, not even just artists, just people in general. The normies, oh my God. I, it's just like the first time I went there, I, it's it's overwhelming because of the, the amount of people that's there and it's just for a poetry show. And it's just like, oh, how is this going to go? Because most of the times when you do deal with certain poetry places that are out here, they they don't show the love like, like nah. a lot does and like i've i've hit up a few people and they're like yeah man it didn't feel good and i was like why not it's like uh, i don't know if the people were into it they weren't paying attention yeah that like, attention span uh, been going yeah down. now vigarden is a great place for what they're doing and now that they've they've switched over to rudyard's too on tuesdays yes uh, oh my goodness i had the place. opportunity to perform there this tuesday and i was like oh my gosh i love it yeah. it's this at rudy yards it's it's more intimate and i feel like you really just get to project more yeah. and you're listening the and intimacy like, is 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 always something especially when it comes to just poetry like i've done uh well i haven't done comedy yeah i have i've done comedy there and then they, they've switched the stage around which is it's nice to have the stage where it's at but uh doing bar fest when i was at bar fest i was like oh just uh, the feedback that you get from it, you really feel it because everything doesn't dissipate because the ceilings are low and they are like right there in front of everybody so I, I felt energized when i got up on that stage and i was like oh this is this is nice but in my head i'm all i'm still like battling between like comedy and the poetry side of things out here because Comedy is one thing. Like you know, you're not gonna get the love when you go anywhere to do comedy, just because it's like, all right, I've had three beers now. I want you to, I want you to make me have a good time. And it's like, ah, well, hopefully this makes you have a good time. Yeah. But when it comes to poetry, it's just like, oh, we're about to enjoy whatever comes our way. Come and it's just like, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. So y'all are here, y'all y'all are attentive and y'all are definitely willing to to understand whatever somebody their feelings that they're bringing to the stage, right. you know, and like I just just seeing that for as long as I've been down here, like I just trying to transition into like more mainstream of being an artist out here, it has been very difficult and I don't I don't I don't want to beat myself up about it, Mm-mm. but in my head, I'm like, am I not doing enough? You know, uh, it's that's always you. the thing. It's not you. It's just the time. It's like, yeah. but something I had to learn real, real early was like, patience is crazy. <laughs> There's so many different teachers that life like puts you on the path to meet. And what you want most is going to be your hardest teacher. Yeah. So what you want to attract most is 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 probably going to get in your way the most because you want it so bad. So 
you really like you're an amazing artist you know i think you do good with putting your poetry and your comedy together mm -hmm. that's what makes you so unique thank you know you, what i'm you. saying um but everything is coming to you at the speed it's supposed to how it's supposed to you're getting put in situations how you're supposed to because your time is coming you just gotta yeah. wait on it and once you once you wait on it and you really put in that work it's gonna feel so much better than if it just came to you yeah you know, yeah I've, like, I've been Ooh. i've been learning to to put the phone down and just not be tempted by by all of the goodness that you can see <laughs> up on the internet and it's just like uh you know I, i've been learning from the people that i've been listening to on podcasts to where like once they have gotten to the place that they want to get like they shut their phone off they they don't even like uh i was listening to uh brian simpson on joe rogan and he was like yeah on mondays i just i turn my phone on do not disturb all day all day and if it's important then i'll, I'll tend to it but if not i don't pay attention to it at all yeah, and yeah. i'm like oh i'm not there but that does sound like it feels good baby steps baby yeah steps. baby steps because <laughs> i go up on the air i'm like man this person doing this and this person doing that and am i being a hater right now i think you're being a hater kyle and it's like yes. all right just you know what you don't know you know you're not supposed you're not supposed to be always paying attention to this you don't have to that's not for you that's not you just because you're not doing it doesn't mean that you need to be there and i'm like oh okay life lessons you know these yeah. lessons are oh they're 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 Man. hard to learn but uh, you know it's like if you don't if you don't learn them though it's gonna they're gonna make you yeah it's like you either do it now or i'm gonna keep putting you in situations where you got to keep retaking this test over and over because you notice like we go through the same problems even when we accomplish yeah. something or a goal or a problem it'll pop back up again but it's just like another test like are you gonna pass it again this time yeah. did you learn from it yeah. Oh, oh, you didn't bet. We're going to have to start We're this all do over this again. again. Yeah, <laughs> well, pop quiz, nigga, because you ain't learned yeah. the first lesson. It's like, oh, I've, I have uh, that in my in my life there's there's a whole bunch of things that reoccur and it's just like uh you've seen this before and it's like you gonna, are you going to be able to you know do what you need to do this time or mm -hmm. are you going to let it take over you like it did last time and that those it's it's they they come in different masks just because like it, it's the same mask but just a different shade so every time i do see it i'm like i've, I've seen this before but it's a bit different but it's i know it's the same mm -hmm. thing and now i gotta i gotta act accordingly but you know it's just like the temptation is there and it's like oh Ooh. man I know what's gonna come if I do this, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta learn. Hey, look at that! People coming in. All right, I hope they come to play. Not something loud. Uh, so you know, it's been a good day though. Uh, but uh, what is your inspiration for writing? Um, just like feelings and emotions too. I, I like I tend to go off of stories like when I write and when I when I speak I would like to be a storyteller like I would I want y'all to go on this journey for me like I feel like when you're speaking um, and you're writing you have full attention like you have rappers singers everybody that puts on a show and everybody's like singing along and they're dancing along mm -hmm. but when you're doing poetry you have everybody's undivided attention so yeah. the words you say right now they matter yeah and people are, are are paying attention so make sure you pierce through that level of their brain that can absorb all of this stuff yeah. you know so i really everybody 
is my inspiration. I want us all to realize that we're connected mm -hmm. and the only division between us is ourselves. Like there's been so many things, so many obstacles put into life to split us up, to cause hatred, to cause anything other than love. And I just feel like if we all were on the same page, even if I just get y'all attention for five minutes on this stage, yeah. I'm going to do what I can every single time to make sure that y'all understand that we are together. And this, you once you release yourself from you, you have so much more access to everybody else. But you yeah. got to take the chains off yourself first, boo. You got to yeah. like, you got to. <laughs> Mary Marion is Come time. on, you, you <laughs> over here. And you, the thing about it is that people focus so much on the problem so it's like if you was in the woods and you stepped in a bear trap and you know your ankle started bleeding or something mm -hmm. and you looking like oh my gosh my ankle is bleeding who put this trap there i can't believe this happened you thinking about everything <laughs> else but what you could do to get, get out, out of this of situation <laughs> you thinking yeah. about everything else you projecting in your sorrows and hoping somebody will victimize them and have your strength from somebody else's emotion that's not how it works yeah you got to take it from you your strength has to be from you or it's never going to get done correctly come on now yeah like so since you've been writing for so long uh I've, I've it's rare that i ask this but how do you know when your writing is done so a lot of times and i think as artists we all yeah. like <laughs> we all do this it's just not it's, it's not, not it's, it's not never done. done yeah <laughs> it's not done and then you'll have like a couple of pieces that kind of resemble each other and you're yeah. like you know what let's just let's go ahead and put them together yeah <laughs> we're gonna there go ahead you go and put them together and we're gonna make one poem and i think like i'll go through it and I'll have my final bar because I'll have like my last verse try to try to really finish out with like a boom. Yeah. But then I'll be going over it because I'll be trying to remember it. And I'll be like, well, I could add this. Uh, like this, yeah. I mean, this would sound good extra, right there. A little pep on the side. I'll be like, no, nah, because then I'm going to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, have to know I've, I've been, uh, the, the, recently I've, I've been on a little writing tear to where I was like, uh, I've, I've always I've been trying to do more comedic style poetry and I'm like oh man I, every time I start writing something it get real serious and I'm like this is not what I was looking for you know but I'm like I, I, I gotta finish it so you know I, I go ahead and I finish that and then I hop on to something else but the last few poems that I've been writing they have been silly and I'm like oh this is nice and usually I know how long it should be so it it has a good length to it but now it's to the point where it's just like all right now I'm, I'm just adding a whole bunch of fat to this and i you know there's some things yes. that don't need to be there and it's just me just me yes. adding extra to it and i'm like ah you know that 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 part of the artist where it's like all right this is this is good but it's a gimme like you, you can't just be giving that I don't want to come with the mediocre, you mm -hmm. know. I, I want to make it stand out to where it's just like, oh, this is nice, instead of just like, oh, you just you just putting words together. I don't never want right. to just be putting words together. I want it to mean something. I also want people to feel something as I'm saying it, you know. But I also, you know, I want to I want to do as good as the last poem has done. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you how do you deal with that? Hey, when when it comes oh. to like you know you got a banger in one poem and you start a new one and it's like ah, I don't know. Right, oh, man. I think I think it just depends on the story too because I feel like as artists we could be walking down the street and <laughs> and trip over a crack and be like this cr damn crack that I don't see today yeah. and we just yeah, start yeah, writing yeah. something. So um, 
I just try to elevate from the story. And like, usually it all comes full circle back into like trying to develop consciousness. So mm -hmm. I kind of just use the riddle, but I, I just try to make every poem my best poem. Even, yeah. even if I'm like, oh, that one went hard. Well, this one will go harder and then the next one will go harder yeah. and it's just gonna keep going harder and harder and harder and i just want to elevate on that uh, yeah i've ran into like the few poems that i have written i've always been like well this is the best one here <laughs> and i put some to the side i'm like this ain't never gonna work and then i wind up doing it and then that one there becomes the better one and i'm like god well i didn't know i didn't think it was gonna do this like exactly. I, i'm glad that it has done this but now it's just like all right well, this seemed a lot more simpler than the first one. So how do I, like, to say it was so simple, how do I grab that again? How do I grab the attention of that again? Like, so, like, <laughs> when you write, where is your favorite place? Do you have a favorite place to write? I do. Yeah. Um, weirdly enough, it's in my car. Like, oh. I will just sit in my car for hours on hours. It's like my car has this special energy or something. Yeah. I don't know. And, like... The CVS parking lot. I don't know what it is about the <laughs> CVS parking lot. But in my car at night in the CVS parking lot is going to be a banger. I yeah, know it that's, is. Hey, I feel that, though. I feel that. I have. Uh, I used to just like to take trips just because I'm like, oh, man, the system in my car sounds nice. And just the echo of it. Uh, but I've never had a, a specific place. Um, I know certain places where the better ideas come mm -hmm. uh, in the shower. That's that's where some good ideas come. While I'm at work, usually, and I'm like, oh, you you doing this because I can't write shit down come right on. now. Yeah, like I, I, I wind up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> always when I can't, you know, I have you to pay attention to something song. else. Yeah, it's it's like, why you do this to me now? You know, I I usually at, when I'm at work, whenever it depends on, I've always got a pencil or a marker on me, mm. yeah, but it's never any paper. So you know, I'm usually ripping off pieces of cardboard, writing on some metal or something come that. On just around and I, it has to be I got just thing just laid all over the house just like okay this was that from that day sometimes I don't even know what the hell I was saying that day but it's just I just need to get it out I need to get those thoughts out because eventually maybe this could be something or you know it's just there just in case I do need it I can yeah. add it to something else you know I was I'm never sure what I'm going to use it for but I understand if the idea comes, then I have to put it down on something just so I, I know. Because I've, have you forgotten like things that you've like thought about during the day? Like, oh, yeah. oh this is going to be epic. Oh, How do you feel yeah. about that? Oh my gosh. And you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'll write it down. That That is so fire. I'm going to remember that. There's no way I'm not going to yeah. remember that. And I don't remember. It. Don't remember. <laughs> and oh, I'm like, I I'll have it. this one word in my head, and I'm like, I know it has something to do with that. And I just be like, dang. And so I've taught myself, I'm like, you girl, just write it down. Wherever yeah. you are, just write it down. It's okay if it don't make sense. If it's okay if you abbreviate it, it don't spell it right. If you get it close enough, you're gonna know what you mean. You're gonna be like, oh, cool. Auto correct later, girl. Just write that down. <laughs> just write it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if somebody down. tried to proofread what I had, I'm like, there would there would be a lot of tick marks, a lot of red marks Come everywhere. On. Just cause you know, I'm not trying to spell nothing correctly. I'm just it's trying to make time. sure it gets out and then I'll fix it in post. You know, exactly. yeah, at this time it's just like, ah, oh, it's just a whole bunch of words on the page. Until I go back into it usually usually uh like how long does it take for you to to finish to accomplish an actual piece oh um 
It definitely depends because sometimes I'll get this certain surge of energy and I could just boom, boom, boom and just write it out. But even then, it'll talk, be, take me like three days to actually finish that poem. Mm -hmm. And then if I'm just writing a poem just in general, it'll probably take about three to five days for me to actually finish it because I'll just keep on going back and writing stuff that I think will fit in there. And sometimes, like you said, you know, you'll have those those fat fillers in there. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, Saint, hold on, chill out. <laughs> you need to just go ahead and make a part two. And they can, yeah. come, back, they can come back for more later. Yeah, that part two is necessary. Come on. Yeah. Sometimes in part twos are very much needed. Now, this name, Saint Atlas, where did that come from? So I, it's, it's my identity. Like, yeah. I'm not who I am without saint or atlas so they're two different people when i go up on the stage most of the time it's atlas when i'm in a crowd and i'm chilling with everybody it's saint they give two different vibes but they're both very much needed like saint will be performing for the first time next week yeah so that's going to be a kicker because atlas is definitely more intellectual saint is more the the oh, that's yeah dope. that's <laughs> so. dope see i've always, i've never usually asked people where their names come from and i you, most of the time I mean, especially as artists, especially out here, we don't even bother with real names anymore. It's nah. just like, oh, this Manak, what's happening, Manak? Oh, yeah. like, oh, okay, what's up? You know, I know who it is. Like, used to after uh, once I got out of college, they people know me as Flip, and just because uh, I would, I, I was acrobatic, and oh, so yeah, people. I would get drunk and people would be like, flip, flip. And I would go ahead and flip in the bar. And it was like, oh my God, what the hell? So everywhere I go, I would know that if somebody called me flip, I would know, be like, oh nigga, that's a college day. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I'd be like, where are you coming from? I don't need these memories coming back. So yeah, a name means a whole lot, especially for artists. Like that is something that I kind of fell upon my name to where it's just like, okay, this is what it's gonna be uh just because i do like wordplay and everything so mm -hmm. yeah, and alliteration was a thing like i mean i had a friend that we would always just uh it's from like from time to time we would just go up to each other and like alliterate something yeah and, and it but kind of like shoot jabs at each other as we're doing it That's and dope. i was like oh this is this is fun i don't I don't have too many people that I do this with so I took that from there and just kind of like brought it over into my name now I didn't think that this name was going to be very difficult for people especially when you see it on paper but it's for, just like, difficult for them to spell <laughs> for the spell to say so, all of that man it's just, a, a humankind just got to do better yeah it. yeah <laughs> I'm like, phonetically if you can just go on google it'll show you how to say it I just like, learned how to spell it it's maniac and then out yeah maniac <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a two-step process. Let's it's a two-step process. That is it. It is. It is but it, now that I, I'm out there more, so more more people know it, and it's just crazy that when it does become like a household name, that there's there's no other name like it. Like mm -hmm. that, I don't know any other name like Saint Atlas, and so mm -hmm. like that. Those are usually the people like Elvis. You know, mm -hmm. there's no other Elvises out there, and if there is another Elvis, they're always going to think about Elvis, Elvis, Elvis you know, or Eminem. Exactly. But there's there's no other names like that. And so I've always thought deep into like somebody's moniker, just because it's like, oh, like if you're the only one, mm -hmm. like I can 
over the board when it comes to like finding a dot com or something like that. Yeah. You know, just because most people, they don't spell it right anyway. And, you know, they won't put the menace behind it either. So to be able to run with that and be like, oh, I, I got something here. You know, it feels it feels good, you know, but it's just like, ah, that a name means a lot, you know, especially when it, it, it is something that that uh, resembles you, you know. And so when when you are writing and when you are in the zone, like what helps your memory? Like how good is your memory? Oh, my memory is bad. <laughs> <laughs> my memory is not good. The only thing that helps my memory is doing it over and over and over again. But like also teas too. Like I love herbalism. Yeah. So like I make a lot of teas. And so there's a tea that I'll use to promote brain function. And when I really need to remember something, yeah. I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll drink a couple. A couple what, cups. What, what tea is this? Um, I make them myself. Um, it oh. just it just depends. I like I just made a um, a health and immune system tea. Um, I made a um, what's the one I made? Just a regular health tea to promote like anti-inflammatory properties and brain function, like valerian root, some Goku Cola, like a bunch of herbs. Um, like I don't take any medicine. I haven't taken medicine in eight years. I don't yeah. necessarily believe in Western medicine. So all of the medicine I use comes from plants, but this is how strong our mind is. I told myself years and years ago that I do not have the ability to get sick. And I convinced my brain I truly believed and convinced my brain that I cannot get sick and I haven't been sick in I don't know how long. So there's no need for medicine because I've told my brain that I'm so healthy that I don't need any. Yeah. So when it does come across like the weather changes and I might have allergies or something, there's always a plant for everything. There's a plant for every single thing in the world. That's why it was given to us for free. We wouldn't be put on this <laughs> land with no no answers. That's dope. They're just hidden. You know, yeah. you just got to do the research. But the keys are all over. They're hidden. And uh, we just got to find them. We're how, just closing ourselves off. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, eight years. I, when I pretty much went into Buddhism is when I started learning about all the, all the plants and everything. And I don't eat any meat. And um, yeah. I just try to get in touch with my body, my mind, and my soul. Because without those three connected, it's not a, a proper function. You know, you're missing one element if you're missing one at all. So I try to work on my mind daily. I try to balance uh, my soul and, I, you know, just alignment of the chakras and everything yeah. like that. And then my body, I try to realize what I take in it because everything is energy. Every single thing is energy. So even the food you put into your body is energy. So does it have a negative connotation? Does it have a, a positive one? What do you think the plant or animal felt? before it was coming into you because even even plants are not the happiest when when no. they go inside your yeah. body you know it's just you have to really you know treat them with care talk to plants they they understand you do you grow your own plants oh, i wish if i was <laughs> if i wasn't here i would have a whole garden yeah i would love to grow what my would own you grow? plants um probably just like stuff to cook i love to cook so probably some mm -hmm. potatoes i would grow a lot of herbs that i use in my teas anyway so probably like some mullein some mugwort just a bunch of herbs that i can i've had just a, keep I, went a, I went to a, a spa and they had a, a mugwort uh, uh bath 
uh, well, it was like a, a hot tub, mm. a mugwort hot tub. And they had a regular hot tub, and they had a mugwort hot tub. And I got in that mugwort hot tub. I was like, Your oh, it's like, I'm, good, oh right? it was so good. I felt very refreshed. My joints felt amazing. I was like, it's like my whole body smoked a blunt just now. Oh. And I just felt, I was like, I ain't, what? Mugwort? What? I sat there and I read that thing like three times. I'm like, what's this supposed to do? This is, I never heard, I mean, I, I, I understood that things were out there like that, but mm-hmm. I, I never understood what it could do to you. you know, I mean, you can hear it from somebody so much until you do it yourself. Yes. And it's like, oh, oh, this is okay. Like, all right, so this is, you know, I like this. You know, I, but I've never got into it myself because I'm like, I, I can't get a bath this hot at my house. So, you know. <laughs> you have to boil some water. Yeah. It seems it like there. they got a lot of, like, they got a lot of mugwort in here and I don't have the time just to be getting all this mugwort. But, you know, this is, this is something that I would like to look into, right. you know, when I do have the time. At this point in time, I'm very focused on other things. Mm-hmm. Besides this, there's a whole bunch of things that I, I really want to do. But how was, do you, you meditate a lot? Yes, I meditate. I try to meditate at least twice or three times a day. But a lot of people, you know, they think that meditation is just sitting down and home and just crossing your leg. <laughs> meditation is doing literally what makes you happy. Yeah. With doing, it's it's providing your full attention and energy directly on something that causes you and your energy to be positive. Yeah. So I try to meditate, fully meditate at least two times to three times a day focus on my breathing because a lot of people we we be breathing but we don't be breathing correctly yeah 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 (laughs) and uh i don't know just try to transcend my mind always mindfulness every single day so i could grow i've just uh me and my wife we we just uh had our first hypnobirthing class oh yeah interesting yeah uh basically it is just a deep form of meditation when i got there like this is just terminology they use and i'm like oh this seems like meditation hold on you know and it it it, i learned a lot you know i saw some gross shit and i was like oh oh, wow Mm-hmm. I guess I'm prepared for this. You know, I hope I'm prepared for this. Which we're gonna cross it, our fingers. Yeah, when it came to it, I'm like, oh, I'm definitely prepared for this. Like, cause uh, there was things that I was able to tell the lady. She was like, oh, you you know about this already. I'm like, yeah, you know, a little bit. You know, I didn't know it it dealt with shit like this. But you know, I'm glad that I'm actually already in the realm of. I've, I, I'm a big mushroom fan. I'm a big fan of uh, hallucinogenics. So mm-hmm. there, and from time to time, uh, I, I go. Uh, um, uh, I do um, like every now and then uh, I, I take an acid trip, but that's just me though. That's just me, and I, I I close myself off to the world and I just focus on where I want to be in life, and it has gotten me so far. Like I don't recommend this for everybody because acid is a, it's a, it is a different animal compared to mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely gonna take you to a different realm. All like right. whenever, I, like even with the smallest of doses, if not if I'm not if I don't microdose it with the smallest of doses lately, since I don't take it recreationally, I take it to actually expand my mind. 
uh, like I go through the motions to where if I'm taking a heroic dose, mm-hmm. and I, I've been on heroic dose before to where you know I've I've leaked through my face. I'm just Man. like yeah, I cried, I laughed, I, I felt love for myself. I was just in the bed hugging myself, just like, oh, it was amazing. So to be able to actually get back into that realm again, just of focus and actually meditating and and going through the motions of things, like it has. It has opened my mind and cleared me out uh, a lot compared to me just trying to just think of things on my own. And it's it's kind of like a, it's my boost that I like to take from time to time, you know. And so I do get excited when it's like, ooh, I can I got time to do this. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I but I have to I have to make sure that my my sanctuary is 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 clean and, yeah. and uncluttered because. That'll that'll fuck everything up. Like I gotta make sure that you know I usually have my blunts road. I'm like, all right, put this here, and then I'm gonna pick up my area, make sure that Complete I don't trip sir. on nothing. I got my blankets, and I'm gonna sit there, and I got my binary beats or or something that I can listen to while I I just trip out for a, a good. Acid is about a good eight hours, so that's why I'm just laying there because I disconnect from the world, and right. I, and I'm and by the time I come back, I'm like ah. Oh, I gotta leave my bubble, you know. It's just so it's, I, uh, when you come out into this world, there's just so much other energy that you gotta deal with. How do you deal with different energy? Oh, uh, I I just don't take anything personally. That's, I just <laughs> okay. like li- yeah. I um, learned very well from the four agreements that to just not take anything personally. So everybody's energy, we're all mirror images of each other. Yeah. So what energy you're projecting on me? Is, is I'm going to project my energy back onto you because we're mirrors. So I would love for you to see me inside of you. And that's the good and calm peace that I'm going to show you because I understand where you coming from because I'm also you. And I understand that energy that's coming from you. I won't judge you from that. Mm. But that's stuff that you have to figure out. It don't have nothing to do with me. Yeah. And your time will come. So I'm going to show you compassion. I'm going to show you this piece of me that you need inside of you. So hopefully it reflects back and you get that. You are a light saint. And that is this. That I, and whenever I get up on this podcast and I, I've always tell people this is this is why this happens just because there's an energy that i felt that has drawn me towards this person to where i was like ah we're kind of like-minded and i i need to talk to you about things i don't know what it's gonna be about because I, I we always i always come here and they're like well you know some people ask what are we gonna talk about don't worry he'll come and right. you know usually it, it pops out like that like nobody would have known that you are a, a herbalist basically and you you take you haven't taken medicine since for eight years now, mm-hmm. yeah, that is amazing. Like not I, even the Advil. Like yeah, see when I do my sober October, which is now, uh, but also which has been September because I got pulled over and they sent me to jail and shit. And it was like, oh, this is a controlled felony. I was like, get the fuck out of here. They're a controlled so, felony. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, since you're going to make me start this journey early, I got you. And so like when I do like to cleanse my system out, I don't like to take any type of Advil or leave mm-hmm. alcohol or anything like that. So it's just oh, I do I do drink teas and I drink my coffee from time to time. But uh, I do get excited whenever it is time to do this because before when I started these journeys like this, these sober Octobers, I was like, ah. I gotta stop smoking. God damn it! But now it's just like, Mm-mm. oh, your dreams about to become real vivid. Ooh. So buckle up. Ah, 
I get excited. That, that is my exciting moments right there because every night it has been something that where I wake up and I'm like, I need to write this dream down. This could be a movie or something because it, it, I, oh my God, it takes me to a realm to where I'm like, was I, did this happen? You seen that? Were you with me? I rolled over to my, you was, you was there? Did you, yeah, because you was all in it. Just that, and I have no idea why my brain does this and I have no idea why when I do small, I mean, I kind of know, but it's just like, what is it to the, where I can just go into this other realm mm-hmm. to where it's just another life that I'm living, you know? And right. I can't, I can't differentiate reality from the lucidity of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, when I wake up, I, I, I definitely have to tell myself that, oh, that that was just a dream that did not happen. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know, I would actually tell people certain things. They'd be like, I don't remember that, Kyle. I'm like, you sure? You were there? I'm like, oh, that was... That was, that was the dream. dream. Okay. See, but maybe when you waking up, you're just falling asleep and becoming a dream into that alternate place that you were mm. sleeping in. Oh. So oh. Maybe that, okay. So maybe you you're actually awake in that place that you were supposed to be dreaming in, but now when you wake up, now you're dreaming in that state. That's fun to think about. That is fun to think about. Yeah, because like usually, uh, depending on what it is, there's certain dreams that have been reoccurring Mm -hmm. that I actually go back into. You know, but the only thing, the only thing that I know about in this dream is I can't run fast, and you know, my legs get tired. (laughs) That is the only thing, and I'm like, oh, I'm dreaming, and you know, usually when that happens, I'm like. Right, but it feels so real and it's like I, I should be able to outrun whatever this is but you know t- I, most of the times uh, I try to interpret what these dreams mean mm-hmm. uh, but there's no interpretation to them at this point in time I don't even really like delve into it too much right. but if I do think about it I'm like oh okay this could mean like I just recently finished uh, Demon Slayer, the, the, yeah, the last episode, the last season. Haven't seen had. season three yet. Oh, it's so good! <laughs> it's so good. It's yeah. because I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I cannot. I can't deal with homie in the orange yelling all the time. Oh, he not there. He not on this <laughs> he episode. He not on this okay. season. He not on this season. Yeah, he he complains about being on that season too, and he's like, "Yeah, uh, why are we not on this?" So it it is it is just a lot more of. Like there was so many things that I I, I, I kind of related to it, and I was like, oh, this. I, I try to interpret. I didn't I didn't mean to, but it was kind of me like interpreting. Oh, this is what this means, and that pertains to me this way. And I'm like, oh man, these these animes really got me to. <laughs> they got me down pat. Like I I'm I'm just like this, yeah. This shouldn't mean anything to me because it's just a cartoon. But man, this means nah. so much. Ah, uh, what is your favorite yeah, anime? Oh, Hunter Hunter for sure. Hunter Hunter, Hunter, okay. Hunter and Death Note. But I be doing the same things. Like saying Atlas are not the only ones. But it's like <laughs> I I have I tie the Hunter Hunter characters into the characters in my mind. I'm like, oh yeah, Saint can definitely be like Karapika. Like yeah. you know, yeah I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> You know, he's definitely giving like chain user vibes, but I like. <laughs> um, I also like Kakiguri a lot. Um, I like Assassination Classroom. Oh, 
<laughs> and Fire Squad. Yeah. I, have a, I have a good amount of anime that I watch. I'm rewatching One Piece for like the 17,000 oh, time. Yeah? How are you liking the uh, the live action? Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. <laughs> <Hey>. All right. <laughs> not everybody's on board on one the live action One Piece. I'm not I'm, a live action fan. I am, uh, I'm trying, I'm, well, I'm jumping around from, from certain animes like i've i've started to rewatch king get ashura and uh i don't care for the animation that much mm-hmm. but i'm a big baki hanma fan that, yeah that is my <laughs> shit like i swear like my inner being is baki you I can know see that. yeah and so and, and my my dad is uh 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 hanma basically and so i'm like i you know eventually at some point in time i'm gonna have to fight my father but we both gonna realize that oh this is me being this person this is you being that person and we are one because you know we are father and son (laughs) this is is why i'm this way and this is why you like that and you just teaching me and it's like oh yeah so so i'm like god there's just i I don't i don't the the thought process that, that these people have when they're creating these animes i don't that's just why anime is such a big thing now because it resonates mm-hmm. with a whole bunch of just uh, the outsiders. Like, because usually back then people were like, "Oh, you watching anime? Why? It's like right? Cartoons? It's like seriously? It's like hold on now. It's not just cartoons. It's not just the yeah, cartoons. No, you can. There's a whole life lesson. Like, I got my wife on Hunter Hunter, and she was just like, there was every night. That's what we would watch two or three episodes before we got all the way through it. So you know, she understands. She's like, right. oh, why would he do that? Like, why? And, and, and she was invested. Know. She was very much so invested there, uh, but also you know, you do have your pervy side of the anime. Right. And they always like, got to put that in. They <laughs> always got to put they, that they're in. They're very in tune with their sexuality. And it's like, it's, oh, it's cool to be this, but it's also nice to be in tune with your sexuality, but not to an extent to where you being the pervy guy. Right. But, you know, he, there's, he's there's a good guy to calm down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> even on food wars like every after after every plate they were just taking their tops off i'm like all right man. we gotta stop at some point my little sister trying to walk in the room like go yeah <laughs> leave yeah yeah there's 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 many things that i relate life to and you know they they actually it, it helps me you know it, it brings me to another place to where i'm like Oh, this is a better way to think about it. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing it like this, like I can actually, I can actually take this route. And I, it's, it's, I just, there's so many things that I, I take in that it help are helpful to me. But there's also so many things that I take in. And I'm like, what, what did this do? This, this didn't do. What is your, your apps on your phone? What are, what are the favorite? Apps? What are the more apps that you attend? Uh, I really am not on my phone a lot. Like I'll, notes, I'll use my notes in my voice memos yeah. a lot. Uh, sometimes I'll just have like I'll be in my car and I'll just be making my own personal podcast just because I talk to myself a lot. Like I'm my best friend. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll have conversations. I'll be like, "Ooh, girl, yeah, that that was crazy." And I'll just start just random. I'll light me up some, mm-hmm. get into my mode, and start recording. And then just just because. There comes a point in life where we try for elevation. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah. You know, we want to constantly elevate and grow. But there are times we slip up and we fall off. Yeah. And we look for other people to help us up. But really, the only people that can get us out of where we are is ourselves. Yeah. So when I record these things or I write these things or I have journals after journals after journals, 
it's for me to remember who I am. It's mm. for me to remember the things that I did. Because if I'm just in my head, I'm not going to remember five years ago, oh, I did this when I was feeling like this. Mm. You know, I, I know how to get myself out because I've done it before. So I have journals. I have like seven, eight journals and none of them are completely finished. You know, none of the pages are written, but they're they're finished. Yeah. Like those were chapters of my life. Those uh. were stories and volumes that speak volumes. So that's what I need to turn to when I'm lost, when I'm in a in a in a different space when i've dropped myself and i can't find myself no more i know i know i've lost myself when i stopped writing when i start being creative yeah. when i stop being creative i know there's a problem and so i need to go find myself what did i do when i was in that state cool let me do that again and it's just yeah. like any other it's your bible like it's your own personal bible because the stories in the bible are pretty much things that have happened and are happening to every single one of us. Mm -hmm. Their stories portrayed from a different perspective, yeah, but mm. they're telling you how to get it out of it, right? right? They're telling right. you how to get out of it. So basically, you're writing your own personal pieces for yourself, your instructions on how to help yourself out when you get into these problems. You just you just don't know it. And usually when I, I do this by myself, I ask people, I'm like, how them pens moving? Y'all still writing? Y'all still <laughs> jotting the life down? Because mm -hmm. I, 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 this is this is me as this is me writing because like most of the times i don't go back and reread things because i hate reading mm -hmm. but i can listen to something mm -hmm. so for me to, to continue to do this this is basically one of the reasons why i did start this you know because it didn't start this way like the first podcast i did i talked about two hours i talked for two hours about my life and why i'm here and why i got there and i did this in la you know in a in a $900 fucking room that I was paying for in, in a big old three-bedroom house, you know, with two pit bulls that we had to get along with. So it, it, it was a journey, you right. know, because I had to minimalize my life just to get to where I wanted to go. And as I was out there, people understood. It was like, how you don't, you don't seem like yourself. You don't, mm -hmm. you don't seem like the happy person. Hey, you know, as much as I was trying to be happy out there, I wasn't. You know, as much as it, the the beauty that is out in California, that everything's so beautiful, but the energy that you was receiving out there, it was mm. like a succubus. It would just That's suck cool. all the, the terrible energy. It just you would feel that. Well, I would feel it myself, yeah. just because I'm very in tune to when I, I'm actually around people, and I'm like, this is the demons out here, and oh, I don't, yeah. City I don't of care angels for and demons. Oh my god! I'm, I'm from LA. I'm from Ladera Heights. Yeah, and I came over to um, Houston when I was about 10 years old but honestly that's how I feel about Houston <sighs> and I feel like the different way about like when I go back home to LA I feel refreshed and I'm with my family and like I feel like everything's cool I feel like that's where I'm supposed to be I feel like I've been in Houston for so long that it's just like yeah I, you know I'm cool I'm cool I got it it's yeah it's been here. I, I've, I've felt the same way I'm starting to feel like that more except for when I go home to where I'm like oh this is this is where my my recharge station mm -hmm. is uh but sometimes there are places out here that I do go. There's a forest that I've, I've, uh, I've frequented uh, every Friday. Me and my <laughs> homie, we would, we would call it a recharge, and we'd be like, "Yo, we gotta go recharge." And I roll a blunt, he roll a blunt, and we just go walk and get lost. And we wouldn't get lost. We wouldn't get lost. I'd be afraid if we got lost. <laughs> but we'd go walk into the forest and we'd smoke like, up well? and just and just 
complain and talk about our problems and talk about life. Yeah. And then once we'd leave, we'd feel refreshed. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, it, it, just all the negative energy, just boom, give it back to the earth. You know, go hug a tree or some shit like for that. Real? Like, yeah, for yeah. real. Like, yeah. And it felt real good once we would leave out and then go home. And then, like, I would be able to deal with the next cycle of the months that would come through. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is this is important you know because like out in california that was the thing that would disconnect me from all of the bad energy that i would run into because i've been to the comedy store and (laughs) i've seen the people there you know and it's just like what are y'all doing like y'all aren't trying to expand yourself You're, you're trying to ride on the energy of this next person and that doesn't seem like you because this person isn't you so like why do you continue to try to suck the life or suck the energy from this person just mm-hmm. because you feel as if they're going to make it and that made me very angry to see and i'm Leech. like I, yes leeches nothing but the leeches and i'm like i don't i don't want to be around this mm-hmm. and so it was very hard to actually just gang my footing out there like there were other places like outside of LA like in Compton and Crenshaw area Mm -hmm. like if you would go on the outskirts of you know the Hollywood scene oh for sure yeah things would be so much better people would be like oh I see you you know when you get in there people like oh you in the fishbowl now Mm -hmm. all right and start swimming you know so it it is it is totally it, it was a totally different feeling and I'm like, I definitely, I thought that that was the place that I needed to be so mm-hmm. that I can grow, but it, it wasn't, you know? And I'm like, this is, this is not what I want. I don't want, I don't want to deal but with it. it was still necessary. It was necessary because I needed to see it so I can come back and tell my homies. I'm like, hey man, it's that bullshit over here. This ain't yeah. it. <laughs> this ain't it over there. No. I mean, if you want to go, go that, ahead. But I'm letting you. you know, like, I've seen it with my uh, two eyes and I'm like, no, no, no. They're doing the wrong thing out there. I mean, but you, there is a place that you can grow and you can, you know, excel, but you have to be on your own diligent. accord. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have to be diligent with it. And uh, I've, those were the meccas for me when it came to comedy. It was, it was uh, California and New York. And I was like, ah, I'm, I'm not, I don't like the knit tightness of New York. I hate New York. <laughs> I hate New York. It was at the time. It was at the time. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to California. And I was like, oh, this wasn't the place for me. So when I left and I've actually got to visit New York, I was like, oh, I feel like Batman. I was like, oh, I should have came here first just so I can deal with this. Like, I, I'm not a, I'm, I'm a fan of New York with how they have that go get it attitude and I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck like if hey if you ain't doing what I'm trying to do then get the fuck out of my way type Dang. of shit like hey good morning you know and then boom I'm on my way that type of feeling I'm like oh it's grimy out here mm-hmm. ah, I like it everything's just so in it. but I don't care for the cold I don't care for having to go up three flights or three down three flights just the to rats. go and wash my clothes oh. because it don't fit in my flat and I'm like nah I can't I can't deal with that but New York was more of a place to where I felt comfortable mm-hmm. and compared to like California. But now it's like I'm in Texas and it's just a. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Honestly, that is exactly what it is. And I'm like, uh, I get. It's te- Houston ain't even like. Everybody keep moving to Houston though, like from everywhere. So it's like, it's, it's a lot of 
diversity in yeah. one place yeah. you know so it's it's different it's it's yeah. definitely like we gonna see yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly how i feel now just because like the, 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 the dumb shit that i ran into to where you know now i'm a a fucking convicted felon for some dumb shit and it's mm. like you know now i'm looked at as as a monster and i'm like i'm just trying to work and live yeah, you know <laughs> yeah man they put me on a facebook fucking i'm like why would you do that <laughs> like hey look we got another one. Oh, he had a controlled substance so tell them what it is right tell, tell them what the fuck it was because now they got old people like oh thanks for saving the community they didn't save <laughs> shit I want to go up on that goddamn fucking Facebook and be like, ah, bitch, I'm the monster, you know? But <laughs> you, they, they, you can't do that. So it's just like, leave that energy alone, Kyle. Just do what you got to do and then, you know, move on. But right. just, uh, there's... It's something uh, for sure. I, so I feel you. I feel you. I know so exactly much. what that means. That's how I feel about Houston too. It makes me so upset. I'm like, I thought this would be a good place. Like this was, I, I refused to come here just because my parents were here. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not moving back in with my parents. And so then like COVID happened and I was like, ah, shit. Well, I guess I got to move back in. With my <laughs> but it was, they were welcoming with open arms. And this is what I need because I have family here. Yes. And, and like, like there's family in space. There's so much land out here to where like, oh, you can seclude yourself from all of the dumb energy. Mm -hmm. and that's why, you know, I just go home to my house and I'm like, oh, I, this is my bubble. Okay. If I just, I'm here. So this is fine. You know, I got enough property to where I'm like, oh, this is so much better. Even though. Texas is 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 irking my nerves. Mm -hmm. You know, I still have a place to go to to where I'm like, thank you, Texas. You know, yeah, it's like still. It's like Texas be getting on your nerves, but you know, at the end of the day, I still love you, bitch. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we still we still like this, we but still just know, here, like you really been testing me lately. <laughs> very much so, very much so, and it it has been some tests where I'm like, I ain't got my number two pencil, motherfucker. Like, what we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't got no scantron. We yeah. turn it in. Dot com is malfunctioning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot yeah. do it. Uh, but things have been looking it up though and i i have been grateful for that like yeah. people like people have been trying to test me the devil has been on the nigga's show he gonna do it yeah that's what he gonna he, do even right there he's like hey look what i'm doing to you and i'm like oh bitch i i see what you're doing and i started to fix those fix those problems and now like as i've been meditating and praying about it more like good things have been coming in the midst of the bad so it's just like oh oh okay i i can i can do this like this ain't this ain't too bad to where it's just like it's gonna break me down. Yeah, you know, so I'm able to actually get by and see the good that's happening, even though you know the thing that I want hasn't came yet. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, my my mental is okay. is becoming clear. At a certain point in time, like there was a haze that was you know, affecting me and my friends like mm -hmm. all of us just like i don't know what this is like i'm just everything's cloudy yeah i'm like what what is this and how do i get rid of it now things are kind of like ah. and yeah, it's like fog is clear oh shit okay you know it feels like i, I feel better about myself now yeah you know even though i'm i'm dealing with dumb shit and she's like oh I can I can do this. It's though. more tolerable, though. Yeah. You know, have you ever heard the story like of the the monk? This this guy came up to this monk, 
And he was like, I can't take life no more. Like, how do you make life more bearable? And the monk led him to this stream and he had a, a like a satchel full of salt of salt. So he put a handful of salt in a cup and dipped it into the river and told the dude to drink. And of course it tasted disgusting. It tastes yeah. like straight up salt. Yeah. So he spit it out and he was like, ugh. <laughs> and then so now he put the he took another handful of salt and he put it in the lake. And he told the guy, drink it from the lake. And he drank it and he was like, oh, that was refreshing. So the main point is like when your mind is as vast as a lake, you're more you're more likely to be able to bear stuff. Life oh. becomes more bearable. But when you're closed minded and you have such a small way of thinking, it's not going to taste bearable because you're filling yourself up with so much stuff that's not supposed oh. to be there. <laughs> oh, that's what we needed right there, goddammit. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. Palate cleanser now. Palate cleanser. That was that was good. That's what I needed right there. That's that's exactly what I need. I'm gonna take that and jot that down and tell people about it. I'm gonna fuck it up, but I'm gonna tell life, people about it. Still. Life has so many lessons. Like, <laughs> I love that lesson. Crazy. Yeah, uh okay now usually before I get out of here I like to play a game, especially with new people. It's a game of choices. Okay. All right, now you got four <laughs> options and four choices. Okay. Uh, basically, uh, your options and your choices are uh, you got to be one, you got to raise one, you got to sell one, and you got to have relations with the other one. Okay? Okay. And be one, raise one, raise one, sell, sell one, one, and have relations with the other. Yes. And then your choices are mermaid, a mogwai, a Mexican, and a manatee. Okay, I'm definitely going uh, to be a mermaid. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be a mermaid. <laughs> Um, sell one and have relations with one, and then raise one, and then raise one. And you said a manatee, a Mexican, and, and a magui. Magui is a gizmo. Have you ever seen gizmo or gremlin? Yeah, the gremlin. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> okay, I want to switch my hands. <laughs> Okay. Like, okay. Alright, I'm definitely gonna be I'm gonna be the one with the patch too. <laughs> you got the specific yeah. one that you want. Hell yeah. I'm gonna be I the gremlin. That. I'm gonna have relations with the mermaid. Okay. Be of nautical nonsense. Be something <laughs> I wish. Um not on no racist shit. <laughs> but I'm gonna have to sell the Mexicans. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. um, the manatee. I mean, I raised the manatee as my yeah. own because you know it was this one, this one Veggie Tale episode with, <laughs> with Barbara Manatee, and ever since then I have lucky wanted a manatee. Like you can ask all my friends, Saint wants the most ridiculous animals as yeah. pets. But yeah, yeah, I definitely got to marry, uh, or marry me a mermaid. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go gremlin mode. I'm gonna have to do that <laughs> and raise a manatee. I can't raise a Mexican. I don't even want a kid. Yeah. You know so. <laughs> That's perfect. Like there's many people have done this, but the routes that they take is it's like their own fingerprint. (laughs) It is always different. And to say that she was like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna go gremlin mode on this motherfucker. Get me wet and everything. I'm making more gremlins. We're gonna have parties. That's awesome. (laughs) Hell yeah. Oh man. Well, Alice, Saint Atlas, tell everybody where they can find you at. Y'all could find me on Instagram at Saint underscore Atlas. That's Saint with an E. That's S-A-I-N-T-E underscore Atlas. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah? That's okay. Yeah, well. y'all can find me there. Uh, this has been Tell Me a Joke with the Guy Line Jason the Dream. I've been your host of Maniacal Menace, Kyle Smith. Say the whole thing like a pimp named Slickback. And y'all know where y'all can find me. I'll be back on this thing. Thank y'all, and y'all have a good night. Keep dreaming, Joker.